0: This episode is brought to you by one of our amazing sponsors, Mask Sexual Flavor Strips. They enhance your sexual experiences with a taste of strawberry, mango, watermelon, or chocolate. It's kind of like a Listerine strip, but for sex. So if you like sex and you want to make it even more enjoyable, and you like hearing sex with Emily for free, check out Mask at sexualflavors.com. Enjoy the show. I promise your sex life will improve. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com, where you can listen to all of our podcasts, sign up for our mailing list, which you really need to do because there's lots of exciting stuff coming happening on the show, and you're not going to want to miss any of the news. So thanks everyone for joining us. I'm very excited for our guest today. We have Rachel Braun Cheryl. How are you? Good to have I'm you today. Fine.
1: I'm great. How are you?
0: I'm good. And you are the president of Sempre Laboratories and the home of Zestra.
1: Exactly.
0: Okay. I first heard about Zestra. So we're talking about female sexual response today, right? We're talking about female sexual, some people call it dysfunction, whatever they want to call it, female sexual arousal. Um, Female sexual pleasure though, I think we should just start with that because people, this is a question I get asked all the time is, I'm no longer interested in sex. What do I do? How do I spice up my libido? Can I get it back? I'm not interested in my partner. We've been together a long time. What can we do about it? And I first read about your product Zestra years ago, I think in the San Francisco Chronicle, because you guys were having a hard time finding places that were going to let you talk about Zestra, which is amazing because Viagra is on every channel. I mean, are you still having those issues?
1: We're still having those issues. And I'm thrilled that you saw that article. And that was really the way that we let people know that there's a product out there that's safe and effective and clinically proven. And, oh, by the way, if the networks and cable stations would take our ads, we know you'd love it. So what we find is when people hear about it, they, they try it and they love it. But I want to go back to where you were with female sexual response. One mm-hmm. of the best analogies or models, if you will, that we've always used – Um, to describe female sexual response is one we heard from a clinician and um, what she said to us is sexual response and satisfaction is like a bus ride some women don't want to get on the bus that's lack of desire Some women get on the bus and, quite honestly, don't enjoy the ride. It's too fast. It's too slow. It's boring. They don't like the scenery. They feel like they've been there before. That's lack of arousal. And some women never get to their ultimate destination, which is lack of orgasm. And as any woman knows or anyone who's spoken to a woman knows, if those three parts of the journey aren't going particularly well she's not running back to find out when the next bus leaves the station tell me about
0: it I think I've been there I think I got (laughs) run over by the bus once I mean I seriously that's a great analogy because people really do get confused by like what is arousal desire thank you for explaining that to me so so that and I hear from the I mean so all those if you break that down into all the 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 sequences on the bus I mean I I literally get emails you know every day from men women asking me, you know, first of all, why does this happen? Like, why are women
1: experiencing this so much? Well, there are so many common reasons. And I think one of the most valuable um, conversations we have with our consumers and our users is really helping them understand that it's not their fault. It's very common. In fact, it's more common than the percentage of men who um, struggle with ED. So 43% of women at some point in their lives will have sexual concerns and difficulties. Uh, And that can take many forms, some of which you mentioned, your head's not in the game, you know, your body doesn't respond as quickly, you're making lists for the errands that you have to do. um, And oftentimes women... Oh, I'm not supposed to be doing that? No. <laughs> well, oh, yeah.
0: the to-do can do list. Whatever.
1: Okay. Well, you could do whatever you want. But basically <laughs> there are half a dozen if not more major major common reasons that women experience a loss of libido and desire. So the one that people think of the most often is the change in hormonal status. Um and that could not that could be not just hormonal, but post-pregnancy. So you see a major swing when the hormonal levels are changing. So that's something that can contribute to it. Um, other common things, which some people are aware of and some aren't, are the libido lowering side effects of oral contraceptives as well as antidepressants. Mm, And those two have always struck me as particularly concerning, almost, you know, ironic that here you're using oral birth control in many cases to reduce your risk of unwanted pregnancy. Um, but it makes you not want to have, um, intimate exactly. activity for a lot of women. Uh, and the other one, um, antidepressants, again, ironic, and women joke with us about it. Well, of course, I'm depressed. I don't want to have sex anymore.
0: Exactly. So there,
1: those are real side effects, medical, physiological side effects that are quite common that not everybody knows. In addition, stress... You know, not, not that it just affects, it impacts your, your desire to have sex, it affects every aspect of how you look and feel. But stress has an impact on your libido. And then there are the impacts or the realities of living with very common medical conditions, right. which are rampant in this country obesity, diabetes, MS, all of those have an impact on your desire.
0: Okay, so I guess nothing, so so it's almost like we should have the conversation of what doesn't have an impact on you, that would be a shorter conversation. Because, I mean, how many women are on birth control, and they don't realize that that's the reason, I mean, it's just an antidepressants, it's crazy.
1: And so what they do, what often women do is say, well, I'm not in the mood, or something's changed, it must be me, my body's broken, it must be my relationship, I need a new relationship, and the bottom line is, there are a lot of explanations other than those. Right, Exactly. relationships and good sex happens to ban relationships the great thing about Zestra and and programs like yours and experts like like you is getting women to have the conversation there are options whatever situation you're in if it's if it's not what you want it to be if it's not how you remember there are things you can do Um, and if it's great there are also things you can do but the most important thing is having the conversation to raise your hand and say you know what I want something more than what I have right now. Exactly. And I think that
0: women just kind of learn to accept the fact that they're not turned on anymore, that, something, that it's them. But you're saying 43% of women have some type of sexual dysfunction, more than men with ED. I mean, why do we hear about ED? I can't, I can't walk out of my house without hearing an ED commercial or something like that. I mean, it's… it's- well, one of the… It's like the hidden oh. disease. It's like the secret disease no one's talking about, or suicide dysfunction that no one's talking about. I mean, we talk about it, well, but, you know. There's two,
1: there's two different sort of schools of thought. The first is that when we speak to women, and we speak to thousands, as I'm sure you do, mm-hmm. women don't want to be told one more thing that they're not doing right. So exactly. you know, I put on my sex cream, my eye cream, I exercise, I dye my hair, I go on a diet, I'm trying to feel sexy, I'm trying to be romantic. You know, now to add that there's something else I have to do for my sex life to women feels like, a burden right when you look at what has been so brilliant about what the pharmaceutical companies have done as it relates to the erectile dysfunction drugs is they've said okay gentlemen we have a fancy name for something that you may or may not have experienced and it's not your fault and here's a solution because the language around male sexuality and if you listen to those ads that are really ubiquitous you know, bigger, longer, stronger. We Mm -hmm. walk into many, many meetings and we say to the women in the room, show of hands, how many of you are looking for a man with a four hour erection? And you (laughs) won't get too many hands that are (laughs)
0: erected. Oh, exactly. I love it. Right. Exactly. We know when you talk to women,
1: one, they don't know there are options because most of their doctors don't talk about it. Only three to 5% of obstetricians and gynecologists would, which would be the most likely specialty aren 't talking about satisfaction they 're talking about disease they 're talking about fertility, infertility, menopause, you know general health they 're not they generally don 't say so miss morse mm-hmm. are, are you experiencing satisfaction?" What they will ask you is, "Are you experiencing pain? Um, are you noticing any changes in, in certain parts of your body but there 's no conversation. Again, except in in venues like the ones that you create, Mm -hmm. where women are having these conversations and are developing their own language around sexual satisfaction.
0: Right, right. I think that's so true. I mean, there's nowhere to go for it. And also, the pain thing is a big deal. A lot of women do experience pain during intercourse, and it doesn't come up. I mean, they they don't want to talk about it. They think it's something that they're doing, and it's just really common. So I just want to say, if you are experiencing pain, you should go to your doctor. You should get checked out. And um, you know, people need to realize that it's, that this is a true 43%. I can't get over that. 43% of women have some sort of sexual issue that they're they have no one to talk to and they don't know what to do about it. So this is why I was so fascinated by Zestra. So I've tried it, and I was and, and I I got the freeze. Zestra rush. I got this, yeah, drum roll please Because I wouldn't talk to you, I wouldn't say this, but I think I got the Zestra rush. So I want to talk about the their essential, I just think that people should try this. Is there a way? Okay, Zestra, I'm getting excited here, without I don't even have my Zestra on, Zestra essential arousal oil, so talk to you about how Zestra, I'll talk to you about my experience, but first let's explain what it is for people who have never heard of Zestra. Okay.
1: okay. Terrific. So one of the first things that um, women should know and their partners should know is that it's topically applied to the outer lips of the vagina, and it's applied just a couple of minutes before activity, and it starts to work immediately. Basically, Zestra is a patented blend of botanical oils and extracts. So it's all, the active ingredients are all natural. They're things that have long safety histories. Um, And it is clinically proven, meaning there have been double-blind, placebo-controlled, all the right kind of tests that you want. And it is not a drug. It is really regulated as a cosmetic, so the same as your skincare moisturizer. Mm -hmm. And it's clinically proven to increase arousal desire and satisfaction. Some of the sexual response... Um, concepts that we talked about earlier. And the theory behind how it works, which is what's so unique about the product and why it's the only one on the market, whether it's RX or OTC that can make these claims, is the theory is that it changes the sensitivity of the nerve ending. So essentially it lowers the sensitivity threshold. And what that means is that you feel things sooner, more intensely, potentially longer, more deeply. So when we talk about increases sensation to touch for deep, pleasurable sensations, that's the zester rush.
0: Okay. The rush is when it starts tingling after you have it on and you feel...
1: Well, again, given how much we talk about sex and how unique everybody's body is and how unique everybody's response is, some women experiencing tingling or warming or the words they use, they, they call us and say, have a sense of sort of aliveness or activity. Oh, right. And it can
0: counteract, and this is these are women who, have, who are taking medications, they're on birth control, they're on antidepressants, and they say that they also have experienced this rush?
1: Yes. For 7 out of 10 women, regardless of their age or their life stage, meaning are they perimenopausal, have they not even had children yet, are they 21, are they 65 – Zestra worked equally well for women who were on antidepressants, who were on oral birth control, who were struggling with diabetes, who were in various stages of mer- menopause, who were still in their childbearing wow. years. So amazing is how universally this works. And the other beauty of it, given all the complexities that women have to manage, is it's not systemic. It's topically applied. So right. best case, you apply it, it starts to work in three to five minutes, it peaks in 10 minutes, and it tails off in 45.
0: Perfect. So- it sounds like the perfect sex experience to me, right? Uh, 45, the, for the cuddling, that part. You're coming down <laughs> for the cuddle. I'm
1: like. like, is that if you don't like it the first time, don't use it again. Exactly. But the majority of women... Once they incorporate this either into their their private intimate time or their couple intimate time, what they say to us is it's like the best insurance policy. If I know I'm going to have a good experience with Zestra, why would I ever engage in intimacy without it? Right.
0: Exactly. And I love that it's so, so quick acts, it acts so quickly and that it has no, it it doesn't have any strange sense or taste or anything to it that people have to like, you know, you have people worry that they're putting rubbing something on their. And their vagina, their vaginal wall, their lips, that they're going to have some kind of, it's going to have some kind of odor or scent, but it doesn't because it's essential arousal oils. It doesn't make me feel, it doesn't have any, you know, any Well, they we actually
1: have um, two different fragrances. Ooh, one is okay. meant to be really neutral and one is more of a berry. And the reason we didn't do things like, you know, Cinnabon or right. chocolate <laughs> Sunday is because the idea is that we want women to feel comfortable using this every time they engage in intimacy and you know i don't know what 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 you hear from women but the statistics we see is the average woman whoever she is um, in a committed relationship is engaging in sexual intimacy once a week. Yeah, that's how I hear once to twice a week. Exactly. And, and my ex- thing, ex- thing ex- about ex- that is depending on who you talk to, I'm sure you have the same thing. Mm-hmm. People say, really, that much? Right, exactly. <laughs> or really, that little? You know, exactly. It's, just, it's like that, you
0: know. that scene in Annie Hall with Woody Allen. He says, really? Oh, that that's we... unbelievable. Yeah, we have sex all the time. No, we never have sex. So whatever it is, it's like once or twice a week. And I love that you can just pretend. So anyway, that's that's really cool. So I, I think that... how how do people find it? How can they find it? Like people listening right now, if they wanted to try Zestra, is
1: there, where do we find it? The easiest place to get Zestra is at Zestra.com and you can buy it there and you can see, you know, buy it in different fragrances and different packaging. We have this beautiful bottle, um, That almost looks like a little moisturizer bottle that you can fit discreetly in your pocketbook. And when it arrives at your door, it's in a white package and it basically is not even labeled Zestra. It just says Sempre, the name of the company. So it's very private if, in fact, you want to keep it private Mm -hmm. from anyone else who happens to be living in your house. Um, and if and if that doesn't work for you, you can also go into most WalMarts. You can go into to Rite Aids. You can go into uh, Meijer, which is a big Midwest chain, depending on where you're located. Yeah, as I'm, well from, as... I'm from
0: Michigan. I spent a lot of time at Meyer. Okay, I
1: know, I so I was Meyer, actually yeah. born. I was actually born in Southfield.
0: So. Okay, me too. Born in Southfield.
1: But you look much younger than I am, so (laughs) I just had a birthday this week. Um, You can also buy it on um, drugstore.com, target.com, walmart.com. So there are plenty of places, and basically we encourage women to try it. It's a low-risk, potentially high-reward addition, supplement, solution, if you will, to whatever you're doing in your current um, sex life. Right. And
0: there haven't been, I don't, what about side effects? I mean, have there been any side effects that people should be worried about? Because that's why I feel like this is like a win-win. Like, just try it. Like, if you don't like it, you don't like it. But I feel like, what are people got to lose? This is all I hear from women and men all the time is that they're having their challenges. And so I figure, like, why not just try it? But what is there anything that people should be concerned about or anyone who shouldn't try Zestra?
1: Yeah, there's, there's a couple... Um, caveats okay so we on our packaging we say do not try it if you're pregnant or nursing not because we know that there's any specific danger and you can ask your doctor and he or she can direct you to say whether it's okay it's just because that's such a time of change and such a sensitive time in your life we haven't specifically tested on that population so our our packaging clearly says if you're pregnant or nursing consult your doctor okay the other group. And because Zestra is primarily targeted to people in long-term relationships, and those tend to be people 35 plus, if you look at the demographics, mm-hmm. is it's because it's oil-based, it's not compatible with latex condoms. So if you're using condoms as your form of um, disease prevention and birth control, you can use polyurethane, but not latex. Okay. Got it. So it's pretty Another reason we tend not to focus on the younger population. One, they tend to have multiple partners and they tend to be using latex condoms. Um, and really you know, one of the reasons this is so popular, you know, in the geographies that it is in the big cities and the Bible belts and the places where people are really investing in long-term relationships is because it fits into that context. Um, And in terms of specific side effects in the clinical study, um, 15% of women experience, experience a mild to moderate burning. And basically that just means that it was uncomfortable and you shower. Right. And that's just to put it in perspective. That's the same percentage you would get for a lubricant. Right. So it's considered a very, very um, modest um, and very safe um, side effect profile. So again, you apply it. Um, if it works the first time, it's going to work every time. Um, one of the ways you can manage if you're concerned about your sensitivity is you can start with a little bit less. You can really modify how much of the product you apply. So one serving, if you will. You know, right, 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 one, right. Exactly. It, one occasion is, you know, smaller than the size of a dime. So it's 0.8 milliliters. Just for people who never transferred to okay. the metric system, it's it's really just a drop.
0: Okay. So and great. That's easy the- for people to buy and try. And they can order from your website as well. Can they do that, or they um, have to go to the store? Okay. Dot com. that's .com Okay because I was gonna also ask, so you must be getting like like yesterday at Valentine's Day you must be getting like like dozens of roses from women around the world like seriously like if you're solving this problem for women who have not orgasms or they haven't been aroused or they haven't desired their husband like what's what's the testimonials or response like?
1: Oh, they're unbelievable and that's really what makes this this endeavor so worthwhile. So every day, every week, every month we get emails, we get calls. You saved my marriage. Aww. I didn't think I would smile again. Since I entered menopause, I never had an orgasm. I haven't had an orgasm in 22 years, and now I've had one. I mean, really life-changing Experiences that take a part of your life that should be joyous and should be wonderful and helps you either get that back or experience it for the first time. And we have women call us, they have MS and they're, you know, they're limited in their mobility and their, you know, their ability to leave the house, you know, to engage in any kind of activity. They're calling us saying, Wow, this has changed my life. Women who are on antidepressants and say, My husband was so supportive, but it was getting to the point where our sex life had sort of died. And that part of our relationship was gone and you you brought me back to life, if you will.
0: Mm, I love to hear that.
1: That that is my absolute favorite part to really know. Now I've been in marketing for a long time and I've worked on, you know, hundreds of products from the tips of women's heads to the bottoms of their toes. (laughs) Um, And there's nothing that gives you the satisfaction of really helping people. Find a solution that's so easy.
0: Right. This is so easy. I mean, I think you just like it's. A, I mean, it's not, it's, this is not a difficult solution, and there's not that many solutions. That's why I was so interested in talking to you today because I just want to give a solution. I want people to try it. If they like it, they like it, and and, and I want to get back to us at feedback at sexwithemily.com and I'll share those with you. And um, yeah, oh, female, that would be wonderful. Yeah, we're talking all about female sexual pleasure. So it's been great talking to you, Rachel. So this has been so eye opening, and I hope a lot of people. Try it out and let us know what they think about it. Because if you're having anything at all, any, you know, problems with arousal, desire, and you want to increase your satisfaction, just try it. See if you get the zester rush. Nothing to lose. I love it, Rachel. And we, and um, we
1: can't wait to hear from you. Thank you so okay, much. Okay, thank you.
0: Have a great weekend.
1: You too. Talk Happy to Valentine's soon. Day one Happy day. Valentine's like. Valentine's day. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. One of the reasons you're able to listen to us for free is because of the incredible people at Good Vibrations. Good Vibrations is a sex-positive store carrying the best toys with an informative website at goodvibes.com. I got my very first toy from Good Vibrations, so I've been a fan for a long time, and they never disappoint. They have a huge online store at goodvibes.com, and you can literally find anything on there from toys to DVDs to games. Just click on the Good Vibrations banner at sexwithemily.com and enter coupon code GVEMILY20 for 20% off on orders of $100 or more. So check it out. You'll help yourself and you'll help keep Sex with Emily free, just like it should be. Thanks for listening. I promise your sex life will improve.